What is the best way for you to train your sales team? I'm going to share some ideas with you on today's Do This, Sell More show. Join me right now. Hey there, workplace warriors. If you are looking to build profitable, lifelong relationships, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Do This, Sell More podcast, where you can make more money than you ever imagined and still get home in time for dinner. Don't miss out on expert tips and strategies from best-selling author Dave Lorenzo and his high-performing guests. The formula is easy. Listen and take action. In other words, do this, sell more. Now here's your host, the master of relationship sales strategy himself, Dave Lorenzo. Hi, it's Dave Lorenzo. This is the Do This, Sell More show, and today I'm going to share four big ideas with you for sales training that will blow the doors off of your training program as you head into your next sales year. That's right. I want you to blow the doors off of your sales training, so I'm going to show you how to use leverage to train more people faster. Before we do that, I want to remind you that if you have a question you want me to answer here on the Do This, Sell More show, send me your questions. You can send your question to askdave at dlorenzo.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-V-E at D-L-O-R-E-N-Z-O.com. If I answer your question on the show, I will be happy to send you one of my books absolutely free. So be sure to include your name and address, and I'll be happy to send you a copy of my latest book, The 60 Second Sale, or one of my previous books, Client Attraction Secrets for Lawyers or Career Intensity, Business Strategy for Workplace Warriors and Entrepreneurs. I'll give you the choice. All you need to do is send me a question, askdave at dlorenzo.com. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for being a member of our community. So today we're talking about the best ways to employ leverage to train your sales team. What does sales training usually look like? It's you in front of a group of people talking about stuff, doing role play, that sort of thing. Role play is important. It's valuable. I would like to see you do role play in a small group, either you and your sales rep or you and two sales reps doing like a private session because it's faster and it moves quicker. We're not talking about that today. Today what we're talking about is we're talking about how to use leverage in sales training. One of the most powerful ways to use leverage in sales training is for you to pull out your phone and just very quickly record a video and do that every single day with a two-minute sales tip. A two-minute sales tip every day that you send out to the 15 people, the 20 people that you manage in sales will be valuable. It gives them something to focus on. It is unbelievably powerful for them and it's something that they can refer back to time and time again. So video is a great way to train your sales team. The second really good way to train your sales team is by doing a podcast. It can be an internal podcast that only the 15 or 20 people who work for you listen to, but it's powerful and useful and it can be used over and over again just like the video, but more importantly, they can listen to the podcast while they're driving around in their car, while they're in the gym, while they're in the waiting room waiting for their appointment. The podcast can be a way for them to take you with them wherever they go. This podcast is so simple, you don't even need equipment. You could record the podcast right into your phone and then export that file into uh, iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify by using one of the services that are easily available and very inexpensive. Podcasts are a great way to educate your sales team. 
The third way to educate your sales team and train them using leverage is by doing what I call a road video. You go out on the road and you interview one of the clients that has been a big client for your firm and you ask them why they chose your firm, why it was so valuable. You ask them what the best things about your firm are. You talk about the products and the services they use and then you bring in the sales professional and you talk about how valuable the relationship has been for the sales professional and they talk about how their relationship has grown and how they've worked together over the years. You're doing a very short interview show. You share it via the video series that I talked about. You share it via the podcast that I talked about. People get an enormous amount of content from this. Here's what this does. And as much as I love you doing videos and you doing a podcast, supplementing it with an interview with a client once a month and also profiling the sales professional who sold that client, the reason that works so well is because salespeople are competitive. And when they see one of their peers talking about a big client, and when they see a big client gushing about one of their peers, they're gonna get motivated, they're gonna get fired up, they're going to want to do more. They're going to want to be profiled on that show. They're going to want that shared with their peers. They love that recognition and they're gonna want that recognition over and over again. So doing the interviews is a great way to motivate and supplement people supplement the training that you're doing, but also sharing best practices. All right, the final way I wanna share with you to train people is not to train them at all, to have them train themselves. Run a contest where you have them send you videos of their best practices, and you distribute a different video every day for 90 days. So the working days of the week, you send out a new video that a salesperson has sent in, and then you pick first place, second place, third place from those videos. What does this do? This gets your people motivated to share their best practices with other people. It also gets your people fired up because you got a contest, you got some recognition going on, and it provides you with sales training content that you can use forever. What do you do with those videos? Well, during the contest period, you send those videos around and everybody can see what everybody else is doing. After the contest is over, you take each one of those videos and you put your own comments in where the salespeople are making comments. You talk about what's right, you talk about what you would do differently, and then maybe you do a follow-up interview with the sales professional and ask them to show or demonstrate the techniques that they highlighted in their video. This gives you fantastic content for the long term. These training tips are so powerful and so valuable because they use leverage. Next time you want to do a sales seminar, take all of that sales seminar content, shoot video on it, record the audio for podcast purposes, and you can even use that seminar content as a way to educate your people over the long term. You got to use leverage in training these days. Salespeople's time is more valuable out in front of clients. Give them a way to get the training and education they need using leverage by connecting on video or connecting using audio on the podcasts. That's today's tip. That's today's focus point. 
we are focused on getting training done using leverage. Now it's the time in our show where we take a question from a member of our audience. And today's question is about podcasting. Joe from Norwalk, Connecticut asks, Dave, I'm wondering how much the equipment costs to get started podcasting. I have a great idea for a show, but I don't know if I can afford the equipment. Can you please give me some thoughts on how much the equipment costs? Okay, Joe, listen, this is really, really simple. You can get started doing a podcast today just using your mobile phone. Just talk into your phone, make a voice note on your iPhone or on your Android phone, talk for five minutes, for 10 minutes, and then subscribe to a service like Libsyn or Megaphone or Blueberry, the podcasting services that will take your podcast and disseminate it to all the other distribution outlets like iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Those are the only costs you need. So if you already have a phone, you just need a membership on one of those podcasting services like Libsyn, and they're very inexpensive. It's something like $10 or $15 a month at the most to get started. And then you're podcasting. That's it. You record it. You upload it. If you want to do some editing, you're going to need software like either GarageBand on a Mac or Audacity, which can be used on Windows or a Mac, and you can play around with editing it. You don't have to to start. You can just record it right on your phone. So it can be as inexpensive as that. If you want to do something a little bit more elaborate, you can use what I use. I use a condenser microphone, which costs around $60, $70. You can get a higher end one. I have a higher end one that I use with me. uh, I take with me on the road. That's $150, um, but you don't have to. And you can plug it into a mixer. And if you have an interview, you can have two mics plugged into the mixer. That's when things start getting more expensive. What I recommend you do is just get started using your phone. And here's the reason why. If you wait till you, till you save up the money to buy the equipment, it's going to take a long time. You're going to lose momentum. You're going to lose interest. And you're not going to want to do it. So you need to go out and just get started. Record some stuff on your phone and put it out to the world and see how it sounds. If you want to start doing interviews, then you might want to do a two-mic setup with a mixer or something along those lines. That's a little bit more sophisticated. We'll do a show down the road on that type of setup and how it works. But for now, you can just get started with your phone and get used to doing the show on a regular basis. That's the biggest thing. And that's the biggest takeaway I have for you today, Joe. If you want to get into podcasting, you don't need equipment. What you need is motivation and persistence. So if you're going to do a weekly show, get used to doing the weekly show on your phone, doing all the the behind-the-scenes work, and then upgrade the equipment after you've done it for three consecutive months. If you're doing a daily show like I do, get used to doing the daily show for at least three or four months and then invest in upgrading the equipment. The bottom line is make it a habit first then invest in the equipment afterwards. So Joe, that answers your question. I thank you. And for those of you out there who want to send us a question, please send your questions to askdave at dlorenzo.com, A-S-K-D-A-V-E at D-L-O-R-E-N-Z-O.com. I'm Dave Lorenzo. It's been great having you with us. Until tomorrow, here's hoping you do this and sell more.